Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Well, today is another special day. It's Tuesday. And on the Employment Matters podcast, for us, that means Travel Tuesday. Each week, we get the chance to dial in our members from all around the world who share with us some of the important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, I'm pleased to welcome to the show Danny Vesters, a partner at Buncha Avocat and Mediators. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me. So let's jump in and talk more about the Netherlands. I've been there before, and people's perspective of the Netherlands is it's a country somewhere up there in Europe, and it has a lot of interesting things about it. It's got some great flowers in the spring, but let's talk about what it's like to do business there. Can you give us a quick overview of the jurisdiction, how it's set up, population, anything you think might be important for our listeners to know? Yeah. In a way that if you look at the Netherlands from a European perspective, we're quite a small country, as in small, small. And that means that if you look at our neighbors, Germany, Belgium, in comparison, we are one of the smallest countries within Europe. And taking that into account, the question always arises, okay, what type of business can we do in a country as the Netherlands? Because national resources are not initially there. I think that in general, it's safe to say that the Netherlands or the Dutch are considered to be traders. So we are a trading nation. And that means that from an agricultural perspective, but also industrial perspective, we are well known for doing business as a trading nation nationally and also internationally. I think that a lot of the business that we do is with our, let's say, European neighbors, but it is more extensive than that as well. Also in Africa, Asia, but also the US, we see business happening from a Dutch perspective. So we are, let's say, a trading nation by nature. Taking that into account, it's also safe to say that the Dutch in general are very straightforward when it comes to rules and regulations. There is a lot of rules and regulations in place for doing business in the Netherlands, especially also when it comes to doing that from an employment law perspective. I think that the majority of the rules are being regulated by the law itself. And when it comes specifically to employment, we need to be aware of the fact that the last few years, the laws have changed in 2015, in 2020, and most recently in 2022, when it comes to employment employment law-related legislation. But in addition to that, you also need to be aware of so-called CBAs or CLAs, Collective Labor Agreements, because they also, in a way, set certain ground rules that you need to be aware of when you do business in the Netherlands, especially from an employer's perspective. So that is something that not everyone is familiar with, but especially the extensiveness of certain rules can be sometimes challenging from a foreign perspective. So Danny, the Netherlands sounds like it's a small country, but lots of organization and lots of rules. So let's move over to that those industries. You mentioned that you know it's a small country, but a lot going on in that small country. Fill us in on what some of those key markets or industries are for the Netherlands. I think in general, it's safe to say that half of all, let's say, Dutch imports and exports are made up of food or chemical products and machinery, and the latter being mostly computers and computer parts. I think that many Dutch imports include computers are destined for countries, for example, other than the Netherlands and are simply re-exported after, let's say, arrival in the Netherlands. So it's a wide range of focus areas that we have here in the Netherlands. In addition to that, when you look at big companies that are established here, for example, companies as Shell, which is an international global company, OXO also being a huge company, 
which is more uh, chemical by nature, but we also have more national-related uh, producers here. For example, Heineken, very familiar abroad, her home base here in the Netherlands, but also with an international scope. So there is not a specific focus when it comes to products, industries. There is quite an expansion in that regard. But that's, as I said, because of the fact that we are a trading nation and we need to have that trade in place to be an economically good rolling country in general. So knowing that there's a lot of diverse business moving in and out of your country, I'm certain that we've got companies that are sending expats into that market or establishing operations there. Let's talk about what some of the key issues they need to know about when they're employing locally in the Netherlands. You know, are there works councils or affirmative action things? Take us through that, Danny. I think it's, first of all, it's very important to know whether or not a business is actually being established in the Netherlands or not. Because, for example, foreign people also make people available to the Dutch market. So that's, first of all, an distinguishment that needs to be made. If business is being established here in the Netherlands, it's either by means of a BV or an NV, depending on the corporate structure of the business. And then the law kicks in, as in, let's say, typical rules of employment law need to be taken into account. But going back to my previous remarks, CLAs, CBAs are also rules that you need to be aware of in the Netherlands. When there is a certain type of business that you are doing here in the Netherlands, then you also need to be aware of the fact that a CBA, so a collective bargaining agreement or a labor agreement, could apply if your business falls within the scope of a such type of rules. And those rules can be generally binding by intervention of the ministry. And then in addition to the legal rules by law, you also need to take into account those types of rules. And that is sometimes a mistake being made by foreign companies because they are merely focused on having legal, so therefore statutory rules in place and they not focus on the CBAs or CLAs. So that's the first thing that I want to point out. In addition to that, you mentioned Works Council. If a company has more than 50 people, uh, there is a straightforward obligation to have a Works Council in place. In general, employees being represented internally by council or a similar type of, let's say, organization, it is very common practice in the Netherlands because there is a far-going protection of employees in the Netherlands by law, but it also is being done by such representative bodies in an organization. So that is also something that we need to be aware of. It can be both ways that in addition to all this, first of all, you need to be aware of what the, the actual rules of the game will be that apply when you come to the Netherlands. Is it only something by law or are there additional rules in place? And sometimes those additional rules can complicate things for foreign companies. So let's talk about the balance. I mean, we've got lots of rules out there, and yeah. some of them are in favor of bringing business yeah. into the Netherlands. And then we've got works councils and other types of policies and procedures and federal guidelines that are pro-employee. So between the pro-business and the pro-employee, if you put those on a scale, how do they balance out? Are we more leaning towards the business or more towards the employee or pro-employee? What do you think? I think that if I explain to my foreign clients how the Dutch system works, then normally there is a lot of silence on the other side of the line. There can be some strong language if I, for example, explain how dismissal works here in the Netherlands, meaning that overall the conclusion is that it's more pro-employee. The Dutch legislation, but also the legal system by means of CBAs and CLAs are protecting an employee in general in a far-going matter. That's sometimes quite not ridiculous, is not the common word, it goes really, really far. And 
For example, a, a typical Dutch example in this regard is when an employee calls in sick, he's being protected in a far-going matter, you cannot initially dismiss the sick employee. During a period of two years of sickness, you need to compensate the employee by means of continuation of paying the salary. And in addition to that, if you, for example, would like to dismiss such an employee, that's impossible, if not almost impossible, because of the straightforward dismissal legislation that we have here in place. So yeah, definitely pro-employee to answer your question. So given that things are leaning in the pro-employee direction, Danny, let's talk about cross-border opportunities in the region. Is it easy to get into the Netherlands? Is it difficult? Do you have special programs for expats or visas? Tell us about it. Yeah, certain permits need to be in place. And that is quite an extensive process that you go through as a company, especially if you are not having, let's say, the proper paperwork in place. So the formal things that you need to arrange to make it possible to actually have employees or expats working here in the Netherlands is quite challenging. And if you don't have that in place in a proper manner, then the authority looking after all this can pass by, give you a fine, and those fines can be rather significant, up to, for example, 8,000 per employee that's working here without a permit. So what we usually see that if that's not being taken care of in a proper way, then sometimes foreign companies make employees, foreign employees available to the Dutch market. That is also a possibility. So then there is no established business here, but they are working here in the Netherlands um, and they have a, a contract or an agreement with their own home country or their home base. That is something, for example, that I very often see here in the Netherlands happening in general. And taking that into account, we need to be aware of that the European legislation is quite straightforward when it comes to terms and conditions, meaning that the equal pay principle comes in place, meaning that you need to take into account the Dutch standard when you do business in a certain, you have a certain focus area, there are certain ground rules in place by means of CBA, CLA, and there is a standard, for example, way of how you, let's say, award and reward your employees, that standard also needs to apply to those that you make available to the Dutch market. And again, you need to be aware of the fact that you need to add up those two systems, because if you don't do that, the same happens again, then the local authorities could say that you do not compensate your employees in a way that we consider to be normal. That's the first thing. And in addition to that, the foreign employee can also state on the basis of Dutch law, which they could also introduce by means of European legislation. Okay, this is considered to be the minimum standard that apparently applies in the Netherlands. That is what I need to be rewarded. And if that's not being rewarded to me, they can also file a claim on the basis of Dutch law. So it's either having the paperwork in place in relation to permits, etc. And if that's not happening very easy, which, as I said, can be quite challenging, then you could work with a system that you make first of all, employees available to the Dutch market. But again, keep into account that the rules of the game need to be taken into account properly by the company doing that. Well, Danny, this has been a very interesting conversation. As always, I enjoy speaking to you and thanks again for your time. You're more than welcome, Pete. Thanks. If you'd like to connect with Danny Vesters, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Please visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars download white papers, get access to on-demand content from our online library, 
or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.